Welcome everyone to the Generation Church Podcast. Pastor Stephen here. I'm in South County, Rhode Island, one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. I'm so expectant about how God is going to speak to you right where you are right now to dream again, to not quit, and to truly believe like never before that the best days are ahead. Lean in and enjoy this message. that you guys would be here today. Just have a short message to give. The title of this sermon series is called Blood and Guts. Why not? It's 2020. Blood and Guts. The passage of scripture that I'm going to read from is from Revelation. Don't be scared. Revelation chapter 12, it's just going to be two verses, so you can receive this. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. Can I just give a huge shout out to my man, uh, Eli, being up on the stage and just dancing and worshiping? Oh my God! It gets me so fired up. Kids, we love you. We're so glad that, that all the kids are here. Can we clap it up for the kids doing a great job? Come on now. Are you kidding me? They're going to remember back in this day, not just for some nice little church, but they're going to remember when there was a group of people who stepped out in faith to let the whole world know about the greatest news in the world, Jesus. So we don't know where we're going to be next week. The coming, We're just taking one moment at a time. Amen. Has God, has God taught you that in 2020? One moment at a time. But kids, we're so glad that you are here. Here's the verse. All the young at heart people. Here we go. Revelation chapter 12. Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the heavens. It is come at last. Salvation and power. And the kingdom of our God. And the authority of his Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters. The enemy has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses God's people before our God day and night. And they, the people of God, have defeated him by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. Thank you, God of angel armies. Thank you that you purchased our salvation. Thank you that you rose from the grave, defeated death. And God, if we're going to trust you for our salvation, our new life and eternal life, we're going to trust you in 2020. We're going to trust you for our future. In Jesus' name, amen. Blood and guts. 
seemed like an appropriate title for 2020. The blood is going to be about Jesus. The guts, the messiness, the brokenness, that's going to be about our stories. The power of the blood, we're going to talk about the story of Jesus. The guts, the brokenness, the messiness, that is our story. I don't know what you love to do in your free time, but there's a few ways that I fight my battles in life. Anybody fight some battles in your life? 2020, couple people, come on now. Just, just, just imagine you're at a sports stadium right now. How loud would you clap? Come on. Anybody fight some battles in 2020? Yeah, there it is. You'd have face paint on you. God bless you. <laughs> well, for me, there's, there's, there's two main ways that I've, that I've fought my battles in 2020. One is, ha is to have a date night going on three months in a row with my beautiful high school sweetheart bride. Can I get an amen? Husbands, wives, go on a date night. We'll watch your kids. Amen. I got no chairs for that. But I love, I love to go on a date night. That's just a huge time for us to reset, refocus. There's another way that I, that I love to, to fight my battles and to relax. Can you guys all say relax? And it's to play tennis. Yeah, you weren't expecting that. I know, but it's a game that I love, along with a whole bunch of sports. So thankful for how God's used that in my life. But the other day, I got to play an epic battle of five sets. And I just had this epiphany as I was just preparing for this, this message and this moment, I believe, because you got to know something about myself, about Generation Church, about our family, about our serve team. Can we give it up for the serve team all around here showing up early come on now on a sunday morning and you want blessing in your life serve somebody besides yourself thank you serve team but as we were preparing for this moment you got to know that that we believe that the same power that raised jesus from the grave is in us and god is just looking for a few people who have audacious faith in their generation it doesn't matter if they're in the retirement home and you hear this right now and you haven't had visitors, you might be 96 years old and you're praying for a visitation from the Holy Spirit and you don't know how long you have, but you're proclaiming Jesus, the good news of his great love and mercy to all the other friends in the nursing home. And you know that that makes an eternal difference. You might be on the college campus. You might be out in the neighborhood. You might be online. You might be in the workforce. But we do not measure the level of impact by the size of the crowds or even the size of our faith, but by the size of God that is breathed and within us in the name of Jesus. I don't know if you heard that. We measure the level of impact on this world, not by us but by the glory of God within us. And this revelation in this series, Blood and Guts, and just this sermon is God, the Holy Spirit. Can you say Holy Spirit? Holy Spirit, we will not neglect you anymore in this land. You are not an it. You are not just 
one part of the sign of the cross, which we all love. Amen. Good. In the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we welcome all traditions, but we recognize you, and we revere you, Holy Spirit. We're in awe of you. And the Holy Spirit, in this moment, wants to help you to live in victory. We all know that we are in a war spiritually, mental, emotional, spiritual. We are in a war. We love beautiful weekends in the most beautiful place on planet Earth, South County. We love it here. We love it here. But no amount of beauty that proclaims the glory of God will stop you and I from living in defeat or destruction or depression without the unbelievable, overwhelming, powerful, holy spirit of God. To live in victory for you and I is what God wants. And we need to know the power of the blood and the power of our testimony. The power of God's story and the power of our story in Jesus. You know, I'm thinking about all this. It was a fifth set. I'm playing against my old coach. We were down two sets to none playing for four hours in Narragansett. I take off my collar when I play tennis, and I get fired up. Amen? And I was getting so fired. We came roaring back. Fifth set. 5-4. We needed one more game. I'm going against my coach. We won a whole bunch of state championships in South Kingstown, 17 to be exact, 14 in a row. He played for high school football at Narragansett, and he brought the, and wrestling, and he brought that toughness to us, even in the game of tennis. No, we didn't always wear all whites. I had a backwards hat and some Air Jordans on. And in this fifth set, I said, this is the moment. We're in Bonnet Shores, the sun is setting, and I finally am going to have redemption. My coach always taught me many, many years ago to work on my second serve. And I always was very stubborn and had a hard time listening. Anybody stubborn and have a hard time listening? Anybody? I got one. And here's the thing. I said, this is the moment. And in that moment, I was realizing, and I love I love so many things we can learn from sports, from life. And in that moment, I was thinking, all right, here's the thing. I can't choose my I'm preaching to myself, by the way, at this moment, literally quietly. Don't worry. And I'm preaching to myself, and I'm saying, you cannot choose your circumstance, but you can choose your focus. You can't, hey, don't choose fear. You can choose your focus. That's what I'm saying to myself. Anybody talk to themselves? Anyway, I'm just saying that over and over. And I'm going up, and I'm getting ready. All the thoughts of failure was coming right before me, like a movie script. Any, anybody in life, you just feel that. It's like the scripts at the end of the movie are going down all over, and you just are reminded mentally, emotionally, spiritually of all the failures, of all the things that you've done. You 
What if you didn't? What if, what if you fail? What if whatever? And I'm just talking about a mere game. We're here to talk about living in victory in life. Well, very quickly, we lost. Yes, I'm bearing it all right here, right now in front of the world. I can't remember if I threw my racket. Don't judge me. You can laugh at me. I might have been tempted to punch the wall, backboard, blood and guts. Can you say blood and guts? There might have been a little bit of blood that I shed. I'm being serious. And I was thinking about this. That was a game, and I, we gave the fist pump, and I went on home, and I'm thankful that I'm, even though I'm a retired athlete, I get to play a little bit. But as I was thinking about what God wants to say to, to you and I is, I am so thankful that even as I have some things to work on in my tennis game, or you have some things to work on for your schooling, or your job, or your kids, or your bank account, or your relationships, I am so thankful to God that in the name of Jesus, it is not all on me. It is on Jesus to live and walk in victory. Hallelujah. That's a hallelujah. That's a Jesus touchdown. Hallelujah, God. I was thinking about this blood and guts and the passage of scripture in Revelation says that there is an enemy that seeks to accuse you and me day and night to keep you enslaved in sin, to keep you bound in darkness. You know it. And we're here today to proclaim a greater narrative and a greater story over your mind and over your family. The enemy knows your sin and never reminds you of the hope and the grace and the blood of Jesus. The enemy reminds you of what you did four years ago and five years ago. The enemy reminds you of your failures. The enemy reminds you of your fears. The enemy does it again and again and again. One of the tricks, the great tricks of the enemy is to make you think that it's all a myth. We have a church generation that either, either over-spiritualizes everything about the devil and about the enemy or just totally neglects it. The reality is, is that there is a powerful spiritual force of darkness that we read about in Revelation that accuses day and night you and I. And you need to know this about the Bible and about Revelation. It is not just a future book because heaven is not just merely a future reality. It is a book for the present because God wants heaven to invade earth. God wants heaven to invade your family. God wants heaven to invade your campus. God wants heaven to invade your mind. Day and night, he accuses the people of God. God wants you and I to walk in victory. And he says this, and this is the main and the ultimate point, that it is through the blood and the sacrifice of Jesus. We can rest 
can walk forward in victory because as we move forward, we look back and we remember the cross of Jesus Christ, that the God who created heaven and earth so loved the world that he wanted a relationship with you and he wanted restoration and redemption in your family and he wants to break generational strongholds so Jesus did it all he died the death you and I deserve to die he allows us to go into the holy of holies our God who is holy love he brings us into his presence because he first brought his presence to us John the writer in the Bible is saying it's through the blood of the Lamb that we silence the lies. And that whoever is in Christ, Romans 8, there is therefore now no condemnation. Blood and guts. How you and I walk in victory is that we remember again and again the great sacrifice of Jesus. The Jewish priest would always sacrifice lambs to atone for the sins of the people. And you and I, we look out not only to the sins of this world, the sins of this county and nation, but our own sins. But how we respond is not in darkness, is not in the, in the, the accusations of the enemy. The lies of darkness. We respond to the sins of the generations and our uh, and ours, both past, present, and future. We respond and we say, thank you, Jesus. Nothing but the blood of Jesus has saved me. Nothing but the blood of Jesus has strengthened me. Nothing but the blood of Jesus will lead me in step with the Holy Spirit to see awakening and revival in my and our generation. Amen, church. But he says we silence not only by the blood of the Lamb, but by the word of our testimony. Come on now. This is the guts. This is the messiness. This is the brokenness. The enemy, the darkness, and your own self and flesh wants to hide the brokenness and the mess. But what God wants you to do is just say, you can bring it all to me. You don't have to clean yourself up. You don't have to have yourself all together. You are broken, and I broke my body. So you can bring your guts, your messiness, your spiritual brokenness right to me, and you can see me bring beauty and glory out of ashes and mess. You want to silence the darkness once and for all and live in victory. Tell the enemy your story. I'm in Christ. Jesus saved me. I'm alive because he said I'm alive. I'm alive in new life because he put his spirit in me. I'm alive with a hope and a future because my God and Father and Savior told me that I got a hopeful future. Is there a church who believes that? Is there a generation who believes that? Yeah. 
Yeah. But let me talk a little quieter because it is in the silent, private moments of your life. And I believe that in 2020, God is saying, where are you going? What are you hurrying and rushing to? Have I not taught you to get alone with me, to remember my sacrifice, and to remember that I've given you a new story, a new identity, a new purpose. I have given you new life. We silence the power of darkness by the blood of Jesus. By God's story and by our story. Church, it's time for you to share your testimony first to yourself. You have to learn, church, to talk to yourself in the way that God sees you and talks to you. Who has the loudest voice in your life? You are not marked by your scars. The scars of Jesus, the love and blood of Jesus marks you. So now shame, now guilt, now those depression thoughts, those anxiety, now your past, now your fears, now your failures, all of it have a purpose and it's marked and shaped by the cross. In the private moment of your thoughts, you need to first seek God and tell the story of God over you. Church, the first thing that you got to do, blood and guts, to walk in victory is that you need to fear the Lord. You want to you want to defeat the fear of man. You want to defeat the fear of the future. You want to defeat the fear of failing. Fear the Lord. And now, because of Jesus, we are not terrified. We are in awe. And we are looking not just to the natural, but to the supernatural reality that we have a living hope and Savior. Get in your car. Wake up on Monday. Go through this week and stand in the brink and in the face of an election season, the unknowns of 2020, the unknowns of an economy, the unknowns of a future. Face the future with the fear of the Lord. God is looking for a few to stand in awe of Jesus. The fear of the Lord, awe and wonder with how God has saved me and you. Do you guys remember that time? Are you coming back to your first love? Do you remember that first time you God encountered you? See, we missed the story. It's not us first encountering God. It's God first encountering us. Look at the cross. Do you remember when the skies weren't just beautiful skies? The skies were the handiwork of God. 
Do you remember when the sunrise and the sunset weren't just beautiful colors and a gorgeous sight, but they proclaimed the glory of God? Do you remember that first time? You couldn't even explain it, but you realized you were forgiven of every sin. Do you remember that time when you were free? Not just free that you can worship outside, but free that you no longer have chains holding you down inside. You are free. Do you remember your first love? Some of you who do not know the good news of Jesus. Today's your day. This is your moment. Before you check out and walk out, God is saying the plans, the purposes, the dreams, the desire that I have for you and your future are abundantly more than you could ask, imagine, or dream. But I'm telling you, child of God, the Father has sent me in the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit to tell you that he has something even better and he wants something even better than a glorious future. He wants you because he loves you, he cares for you, he made you, and he risked it all to save you. So you need to pray, fill me Holy Spirit. Right now, pray that. Fill me Holy Spirit. Fill me Holy Spirit. God loves you. He's heard you use the Lord's name in vain. But he doesn't hold that against you anymore because Jesus took that upon himself and he died for the penalty of sins and for the forgiveness and the victory over evil. He loves you. He cares for you. And he wants a generation to not only know his name, but to walk in the victory and the power of his name. Blood and guts. Remember the blood of Jesus. That's how we silence the accuser. Remember your story, all the brokenness, all the messiness. God is a God of redemption and revival. Remember what he's done. May your story of grace... May your story of good news and new creation, your story of resurrection, be the loudest voice in your life. If you'd stand with me, and we're going to sing, and we're going to cry out to God, not just for a worship moment, but for a generational moment. We're going we're gonna to hear this word again. I believe so many people are trying to watch the signs about the future and yet Jesus is standing outside of where it's comfortable outside where it's safe and he's saying come to me right now live in awe and live in wonder remember what I've done you know in life in sports and even looking ahead in the future I'm no different than any of you. I'm like huh, that fifth set tennis match. Thinking, ah, and I'm playing doubles, so it's, it's, on a, it's two of us. And I'm thinking, let's see which way this goes. God, I hope it goes well. And there's fears. 
And sometimes there's failures, sometimes there's not. But here's the great news. With Jesus, we are not hanging around and wondering. We have assurance, blessed assurance, that we got the victory. Fear of man, failure in life, shame and guilt does not define us or cripple us anymore. You might as well just shake, stand, raise your hand, kneel, thank God like a child and say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. So we go into that neighborhood. We go into our communities. We go into the schools and we let our lives and our voices proclaim we are not victims. We are victorious in the name of Jesus. Church, let me read this verse again and we're going to sing God a revival. May he pour out his Holy Spirit on you and your family and your families to come. And if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and as your Savior, if you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, we went through all of this. It would be a lot safer and a, a lot more convenient just to do a nice little service spread out in a little building. But we are here and we are here to stay and we are here so that God will set captives free. You and I to walk in victory. God believes in you, church, because you got Jesus inside of you. You got the Spirit inside of you. Put your head up high. Look to God. His glory is everywhere. Proclaim your testimony. If you don't know all the words, if you don't know what to say or what to pray, you can say, thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Would you say that and repeat after me? Thank you, Jesus. Say it nice and loud. Let the enemy know. Thank you, Jesus for saving me. I will walk in victory. A little bit louder. I will walk in victory. Have you ever seen somebody in the world? Are they unafraid and unashamed to just talk the way they want to talk? Walk the way they want to walk? Amen? How about the church rise up? Repeat after me again. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, ushers in the back. Raise your hand. I need some people with hand raised. I need some people with faith. God needs some people with just a little bit of faith. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. I will live in victory. I will walk in victory. I will talk in victory. In Jesus' name. 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 Then I heard a loud voice shouting across the skies. Across the heavens. It has come at last. Salvation and power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of Christ. For the accuser of our brothers and sisters has been thrown down to earth. The one who accuses them before our God day and night. I'll never forget that night, 16 years old, when I came to this reality through the power of the Holy Spirit, that I have a hope and a future. I'm accepted and loved by God, and the enemy has no more power and authority over my life. Do you remember? They 
have defeated the darkness and the evil one by the blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. The blood of the Lamb and by their testimony. And they did not love their lives so much that they were afraid to die. We are fearless towards the future because we are in utter fear and awe of our God. Let's sing that, church. Let's sing that. Even by your blood. Let's sing that again, however the Lord leads you. Thank you, God. If you need to kneel, if you need to stand, whatever you got to do, thank you. Blood and guts, the blood of Jesus, your story of victory. Thank you, God. We will not waste 2020. We will not waste this.